You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome back to the Pop Culture Critics. This is Damo. Hey, hey, it's your girl, Ja. And we are the Pop Culture Critics. All right, so y'all, we had a little vacation last week. But we are back at it. <laughs> but we are back. Hopefully, y'all, Fourth of July was amazing. It was good. I had a good time. Um, food, drinks, laughs, hey, <laughs> fireworks. It was hot as hell, though. Did you know? <laughs> let me tell you what I did. So I'm like, you ever seen this meme that was like, which person are you in the summertime or on the 4th of July? And I was the person that sat in the car with my hair on. <laughs> That's what I did on the 4th of July. I chilled. Don't get me wrong. I went outside, mingled. And said, then got hey, back in the car. Been, got girl. back my, yeah, by myself. Nobody, <laughs> <laughs> by myself. And it's okay. But I loved it. I loved every bit of it. Oh, okay. Watch the fireworks from like, oh yes, period, you know, beautiful lights from bursting, the car with the air bursting in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. I had an amazing Fourth um, of July. Just kind of chill and laid back. Mm-hmm. We ended up going to the beach and barbecuing, and it was kind of an impromptu, almost like family reunion because there was a ton of us there. So we had a lot of fun. It's good. Um, I don't know. It was just nice Fourth of July. No drama. No, no drama. drama. <laughs> that <laughs> That's was, what it was. That's it, what made it. It was like, man, what about this one was, I don't know if it's just like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. There was no drama. I don't know if it's because, you know, you kind of get to an age where yeah. you're just, not that I'm more like extra old, but still, like, right. you just get to an age where it's just like, I don't have the time, the energy, or the patience to be dealing with y'all on, this, really the, was on this off no, day. It really okay? was. I don't have the time. It really was no drama for me. I was just in like, there's no drama. Yes, just real. It chill. was nice for uh, it was. You just always some every holiday is always some type you know of drama. The, the the crackhead cousin or somebody <laughs> pops up and just pops off for the no crackhead reason. Cousin. There's there's one in every family. The drunk uncle. The drunk uncle. The uh, bitter or auntie. auntie. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's one in every family. We we all have one somewhere, and they just love to pop up at these. You know, random moments, random like, moments, so, and they don't be so random. I love they that be, they showed up, but they was they got their life this year. <laughs> okay, I right. love it. I, don't, I right. I think it was just really good. Only that I did have issue was too many fire like what is it fireflies? Those was like everything. You know, I didn't have a lot of fireflies. I needed people to understand that like it's past one o'clock. It's the fifth now. You can stop popping fireworks. I want you to chill with your life. Hey, they chill. gotta get rid of them. <laughs> they gotta get rid you of them. Chill. They gotta get rid of them. You gotta chill. Alrighty, you guys. So we're gonna go right into the spotlight of the week. Do yes. you want to go first? Sure. So my spotlight of the week is actually gonna go to Tracy Ellis Walsh. Um, Tracy Ellis Walsh is uh, set to voice the character of Jody. Uh, she's the first animated. Um, it's the first animated show in almost twenty years to star a black woman. Um, so I'm very very excited. If you don't know kind of where Jody came from, it was a popular um, like '90s. Um, MTV um, animated show and so it's set to kind of do a reboot reboot of course we know in just like popping right now so uh, she's set to do the voice of Jody in the reboot from the 90s uh, from a 90s um, I don't want to say cartoon because it's almost like an adult mm-hmm. cartoon it's almost like uh, Spongebob like Spongebob it used to be a kid cartoon and now it's like an adult cartoon but it kind of follows the life of her um, and I'm super excited um, it's, I think it's Jody Landon is the so character. it's almost name. an Adaria yeah type of as a Beavis and Butthead type of adult cartoon Family Guy type of adult cartoon that's exactly it's the reboot for Daria okay I love Daria. Yes, it's the reboot. So I'm super excited because I love Tracy Ellis Ross and just her energy. Um, and it's so crazy because 
the person. I mean, Tracy, Tracy Ellis Ross, her personality is always just vibrant. You know yes. what I mean? And but like the character that she's playing is kind of similar, but it's just like the it's literally the opposite of Daria. Daria, is so oh my god. <laughs> So it's going to be exciting to see. I, I definitely very will be sarcastic. watching. I love Yeah, Daria. she's very... I'm going to say that I love the sarcasm. I love the sarcasm. <laughs> um, and especially, in like I feel like there are a lot of undertones of sarcasm in the show. Again, 90s babies, the reboots are here for us, okay? They're for our, Dumbo, first of all, Lion King, Aladdin, Daria. Like they, they're here for us this and to season. to be quite honest with you, I'm still grateful that I... Even though I'm older, that I'm still young enough to actually like... Enjoy the nostalgia because we're so we're still yes. younger. I love that. Um, shout out, mine's is going to be oh, shout out to Tracy Ellis Ross. Yes. Um, mine's is going to be Jaden Smith. He opened up a restaurant called the I Love You Restaurant. It is a vegan based restaurant, um, and it's aimed to help homelessness in L.A. where he's from. Shout out. Yeah, so it's, I love that he always kind of does something different, kind of outside the box. Yeah. I mean, not that we haven't heard of you know people opening restaurants, but I just love um, that one. It's a vegan restaurant. It's, I love that he's so young and doing this. And shout out to his parents for really kind of putting yet. right for putting just that example in front of him mm-hmm. of you know building your own businesses and thinking outside the box and kind of kind of seeing your visions through. Mm-hmm. So one shout out to Will and Jada uh, for that, but definitely shout out to um, Jaden because that's amazing. Because he came out with that, um, it was a the water, water filtration was, yeah, uh, water system. Mo- yep, and it was, and it was. And at for this Flint. point, I want to say he's getting ready to donate his third to Flint, which is dope. I mean, like, the, it's like the innovationist, innovationist, the innovation, is, the innovation mm-hmm. of like, or the creativity of ways he's giving back. Okay, what can we do? Okay, let's give a water filtration system. All right, what's another way? Let's do a vegan. I love that he didn't forget because I mean, let's think how how long this has been coming for Flint. Right. So the fact that this one didn't forget about Flint, but I don't want to like take away from Nestle Water as well. Right. Because Nestle Water has also helped. Us. Is has also since the start been providing water mm-hmm. and dropping off cases on cases um, of what like semis of mm. water for families to just come up come and, and pick up at a church in for Flint. free for free so I don't like shout out to um, Jaden but also shout out to Nestle too because they have really been the sources really pumping and providing water honestly in Flint right now right and this is something that's still going on it's an ongoing issue and yes. it shouldn't be an ongoing issue um, it should have been it should be having plans to resolve I think there's something that is in fact but in effect or trying to be, but it's almost effect, like arguing about the plan, and you still have there's no action why, behind right. it. So now you're arguing about a plan, and we're, we're still suffering. Like we still don't have clean water, <laughs> but you're arguing about how we gonna, you know, execute the plan. That's true. Like how are we gonna post it? Just do it, bro. Like <laughs> just do it. I need start you to somewhere. be like Nike. Yes. Just start somewhere. You could at least start at the breakdown. So by the time y'all did this breakdown, y'all have a system of okay, this is how we're gonna do it, and now we can just imp- because right we can now go ahead and do it. Think about it like this because right now we already at the fucked up level. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. right. I mean trial and error. See what things work, and then once we'll I get that. to it, I mean it's been past trial and error. But that's what I'm saying. It's already at its worst point. People have already been poisoned by you know fucked up ass water. So right, lead poisoning. It's just and it's, you know terrible losses. You know terrible like health conditions that's been forming because of this. But you know what? Shout out to Jaden once again for that um, water filtration system to help you know get families um, clean water. And shout out to him still for that great creation of a um, vegan um, vegan like meal on wheels type of thing. So I, I, shout out to Jaden Smith. Um, so 
on worse to the bullshit, uh, <laughs> the meat and potatoes of this week. So this week, um, Haley Bailey. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. Like, Haley go ahead. Bailey is now Ariel from The Little Mermaid. Um, I'm actually, when I read that, I was like, and it's so crazy. I would just listen to Part of Your World, like, the other day. I was like, wow, that's a great song. Like, the original and, like, you know, some re- some reprised versions. Yeah. Like, you know, some covers or whatever. I'm like, wow, people really could sing the hell out of the song. It's a simple song. But um, I'm just excited to hear her voice because it's very, it's very soft, like Ariel, Ariel's, mm-hmm. like, talking and singing-wise. Very yeah. soft. Her, her singing voice is out of this world. Um, you know, she's been trained by a great vocalist. Yes. I, I'll give it, I give credit where credit is due. Thank you. Okay. Um, Beyonce, I give it to, you know, her. Um, she's definitely, I do appreciate the time and effort that she does spend with the, both of the girls, not just with Hallie, but both of the girls. Cause both the, cause she's part of a group called Chloe and Hallie, which is, which is Chloe's her sister. So it's a, it's a amazing type of thing, but more, more so than anything is the comments and the backlash so you know, the she had. Backlash came, for, for, um, for right? So you know that there was a whole Facebook page, a whole page that we created. Not my area. Okay. Um, <laughs> Not my. Now, area. I, I, we could have been petty and said, you know, since the nineties that that has not been my area. <laughs> okay, we could have been, but we didn't. We accepted Ariel and Sebastian. Okay. Sebastian definitely is a black man. Okay. okay. Ain't no way. <laughs> but we just we just took it. We ran with it, right? So there's a whole Facebook page that since Facebook has actually shut down, um, and there was somebody who actually, they said they joined the page just so they could really see what they was on there talking about. And the pictures and comments were so racially uh, charged. charged that Facebook actually had to take, take the full page down. Because it was just like, oh, oh my goodness! Like this is not like you're you're stating facts on something. Pages, especially on Facebook pages, usually are just you know your preference. Mm -hmm. But these are so racially charged, like they have no there's there's nothing behind them other than this is just how like you just the fact that you just don't like this right right. And I could I can understand if she can sing, she can act right, she can act and she can sing. Just saying, and let's be honest, she kind of she gives off that air of innocence. You know what I mean? I'm not sure that's the word, but like (laughs) she gives off that air of innocence. But if we're gonna break down, I don't understand like facts. About Ariel, okay. She's a mermaid. She's she's a mermaid. So first of all, this is fake. Let's just start there because you <laughs> I feel like people, people take this from so far. But she's supposed to be from Atlantica, which was a real place in Africa. So technically, she was black, anyways. And um, and Sebastian's black. We definitely know Sebastian. We all black. know that's hey, that. On, that's the part of the sauce that was. We under, all know Sebastian under black. the sea. So, <laughs> Under the sea. I don't know how he got like a Jamaican accent. I don't know Africa, either, but we're. But I'm but here for Sebastian. I'm here he's for, my fave I'm with his underlying shade. I was here for his underlying um, shade. Aquafina is now playing Flounder. Oh, that was another thing, too. That was like, oh, wait, Flounder is a boy. A boy should be. Yeah, how, you know how many female act, voice actors have played male roles? Okay, Regina King. Uh, it's just like you would have never would have known unless you actually did your research. Yes. Like, come on. Because like, she it, definitely voiced, what is it, two, two other boys. characters? Two boys. Two in the of boondocks. the main characters. Both come brothers. Come on now. 
ain't no way Riley and Huey. You know what I mean? So she, I mean, there's been plenty of women who has voiced characters that were for men. Right. There has, we don't even still know what Ariel is going to actually look like. We don't know if it's going to be like complete all CGI. We don't know right. if it's going to be um, actual like live action. I mean, of course, you know, but like live action mm-hmm. as her actually portraying. Or if it's going to be more in like the Avatar range where this is kind of really, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Just really artistic and really just like everything. Like everybody is, is not even like an actual half human. Yes. It's like, okay, everybody's blue, green. You know what I mean? Like it could like be. This is definitely like a fictional based and they're going to keep it there. And they're just Because gonna Avatar was it. But yes, a- Avatar was it. Avatar was it. it. It was based off of what? The book. And but it was but the book, which is fiction, but it was based off of what happened in Africa. Yes. If you actually look at the characters, in even in Avatar, it was just like this is very native <laughs> to land. Um, either like, in, there's some underline. <laughs> there's some in here. some uh, colonization. We have, I mean, it has been touched. But in, in the case of Disney's remake of this live action movie, I'm here for it. It says supposed to be released next year or the year after. Um, I'll say the year after they just cast her you know they have to still do CGI and all that Mulan is coming out though next year next year in spring I'm actually quite excited for it um, they said uh, Mushu is not going to be in it though but I, uh, and the cricket the and the cricket here's the thing if you're remaking Mulan and you don't have the cricket and Mushu I have a problem with that because like what's the story I don't see. I don't know. Okay, because I Mu- feel like because you took them out, and you're going to change Mulan. Like you're going to make this very much well, a now thing. When I did, and that's like I don't need. I need you to keep this. So I had to look, look, look. So I have to dig back a little bit or whatever because people really was upset. A lot of Asian people were upset that About- Mushu, the dragon, and the cricket. It was, they felt that it was a little bit insensitive even then. You know what I mean? So they added the dragon Why? obviously to. I mean, they, as as far as American as Americans think, of course, they kind of a lot of Asian people, or Chinese especially, have like Chinese dragons and things of that nature and their interpretations of it. But assuming, I guess they they would just like is kind of just insensitive because I guess not everything has to deal with a dragon and all that. So, but it's not that everything had to do with a dragon because if you remember, like thinking back to the original Mulan, the other ancestors were not dragons. They're right. They were based off the Chinese zodiac. So I just. I, Again, like you said, this is based on their culture, and so they took it. I, right, in, in so there. I right, but, but if if that is the argument, then my rebuttal to that is that all the other ancestors were not based on zodiac signs. There was one, there was two of there was at least twenty ancestors. They were here, and two of them were dragons. The right. cricket was not even a cricket was just probably like a friend. Yeah, <laughs> just like, like he wasn't friend. even a lucky cricket. He was just <laughs> he was a lucky cricket. That bad boy survived. Was <laughs> he was still just a, alive. He was just a survivor. He was not a lucky cricket. Okay, <laughs> no, he. I don't know, man. That that cricket was blessed. Okay, because ain't no way that how a bug survived all of that. <laughs> Oh my goodness! He hung he on blessed. by a thread. Yes. <laughs> I swear, each time, each I just time. don't. I don't. I don't see Mulan without these. I just. I, I need to see how they're going to do this. I don't see Mulan without this. But you know, we will be talking about it. We will um, as trailers come out as they begin. Like, well, they've already begun the casting, but as like the casting begins to get released. How do you feel about Ursula? They want Ursula. I need Queen Latifah to be Ursula. I don't, I don't know. I'm. I know. I like. I like. Uh, I like. I like. I like. <laughs> I need Queen Latifah to be Ursula. I, want, who, I, who actually, else? I really want um, McCartney to play her. 
Okay. Melissa see, McCarthy. Melissa I want... McCarthy. I see that. I, I give you that. Um, but she's I, or... always in such like comical roles that to have her. But Ursula was so key kind of comical in her own ways. She was just like extra. She was. But Drama like, and extra, but, but I feel like Queen Latifah would give that extra. She's like giving that before, especially doing know. like the, when she did the the live eyes. She's mm. very extra in that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I kind of just I, I like the idea, of, or actually, you but know, I'm here from Melissa McCarthy. I, I definitely give you that one. But you know, the actual character well, Ur- Ursula was actually based off a drag queen, right? Uh, get a drag queen. They okay. extra and dramatic. <laughs> I don't know, and have one. Act- you know, it just it really depends on if they're looking for a big name because Jessica McCarthy would be a great, great person. Yes, she'd be or, or Melissa McCarthy. Excuse me, would be a great person f- to play this, um, especially if you're looking for a name. Mm-hmm. She has that built up in Hollywood. Yes, um, I think she'd be dope though. I think she'd be dope. Don't want Quill. I don't want Quill Latifah. I really don't want. Yeah, I don't know. The people were saying Monique need to play it. I don't want Monique either. Old Monique or new Monique? I, I, there's a difference, and I need y'all to know there's a difference. I don't know. There's growth in there, but I'm just saying there's a difference. But Monique is still funny. Uh, we, but it's not the same. Don't even start. No, I really think, and honestly, we need to put Monique back in the Parkers. How about we just give Can we get a reboot? Okay, of the Parkers. It don't have to be even called the Parkers. It could be we called don't. something else. It could be called Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Mama. <laughs> Moving on. Um, Chris Brown's controversy. Um, his song "A Stack" had a lyric in it, and it said that he only fucks with black bitches with nice hair. And um, and Tokyo Tony um, commented. Well, she commented on a comment. To- I'm really sorry, not Tokyo Tony. Oh, child, that's black Thomas. Black. <laughs> Get it right. Tokyo Vanity was just our name on Instagram, and she's from Vine. Uh-huh. Um, and she kind of like you know transitioned to you know to Instagram and loving hip hop. Yeah. And um, but yeah, Tokyo Vanity. Ooh, Tokyo Tony. I like Tokyo Tony though. Can you get back to the topic, please? What is the problem? Get back to the topic. I'm sorry, but anyway, um, Chris Brown had came out with a song called "A Stack," and he, like I said before, in the lyrics, it said he only messed with black bees with nice hair. Now, anybody black, we know what nice hair, good hair means. You know what I mean? Kind of like more so of the texture, not necessarily the health of the hair. Mm -hmm. It's always been regards of texture, not necessarily health. So, um, a lot of black women saw that. You know, took offense. Took offense, but didn't necessarily start off offensive. It was just more so like asking a question like, hey, what do you mean? What is it? I like, started, yeah, they but, were kind of, I will give them that because they didn't just attack him. Yeah. There was some unpacking before this attack happened. Which is growth, okay, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which is growth, right? Because a lot of black women don't know why I love Chris Brown. You know what I mean? Talented guy. Give him that. Chris Brown is very but, talented. But I'm just like just as an individual, just individually, like you know, just like wow. Are you biased because of Rihanna? Not necessarily. No, I don't like. I, I'm just. This is a real no, question. No, I honestly no. Because if it didn't, if he was still doing fuck, because it would be a different. For those I don't, know, who don't know. Dominique loves. Hey, like I love it. Okay, loves I loves Rihanna. But no, okay. Say even with the Rihanna incident, I kind of, kind of canceled him, kind of then. But it was just like wow, though, especially when the photos came out. But then I saw him being remorseful on the BET stage. And I saw him trying to grow from it. You know what I mean? It'd be a difference. Okay, wow, he did really grow from the situation. You know what I mean? He's on a great path now. He's, like, trying to get his anger together. All that. You know, going to Uh therapy. But it wasn't like that. It's like he got worse. 
and more worse. And we see him in the same incident with past relationships, not only with Rihanna, with Carucci, with other women and other women that really he had really no kind of like more romantic linking to, like as far as relationship wise. Uh-huh. Just one like one woman saying that, you know, she was uh, assaulted at his house because she mentioned it was a, like a necklace on the counter. She just mentioned how nice it was. You know what I mean? She's like, oh, this is a really nice necklace or whatever. When he went to fuck off on her. Carucci, of course, had it. Not only he was with Carucci and Rihanna at Connor at the same time at one point, Carucci had to find out on TV that he was with Rihanna. My man said he was going to grab some food. She turned on the TV. He there he is at the game. He courtside with booed Rihanna. Up, booed up. Okay. Booed up. Okay. Ella May booed up. All right. He was booed up and just, and she caught that by shock, but she still stayed with him even after that. The last straw I mean, was the baby he had on her, which is royalty. Beautiful baby. Um, I'm not saying that he's not wrong, but I also have, I'm questioning some of these women, like how... You determine what, uh, like what's enough, and so I just I need you to stop. <laughs> you decide what's enough, and I just like you decided to continue. I mean, continue granted, she probably st- in here. Love is a hell of a motherfucker. Okay, so you'll stay with somebody. That's true. You'll stay with somebody. Look, <laughs> okay, just until you feel like until you get out of that relationship. But I just felt like in the sense of having a baby on somebody that was her final straw she left she ain't looking back he was trying to get her back he was stalking her she had to get a restraining order he has not learned you know what I mean and even now you even see it even now recently when he's talking about what's the old boy name Vic anyway <laughs> with Chris and it's nice how do you feel about that um how do you feel like it was right the offense was right um, or do you feel like it was I just... feel like he's stating what he's attracted to do I feel like it was necessarily done appropriately quote unquote mm. appropriately um, I don't mm. uh, he never really answered the questions that were because I feel like people res- were asking questions just to like I, before I jump off on you let me see like okay what do you mean by this and I feel like he instantly took Offense. Um, offense to it and so his defense it was like okay but you're made, you're digging this hole deeper you're not <laughs> you're not defending what you're saying you're you're just digging this hole deeper which is then when um uh Tokyo Vanity mm-hmm. actually comes in and leaves a comment saying I know ex- like basically saying I know exactly what he means because we all do let's not be oblivious exactly, to this she basically was like let's not be oblivious we know exactly what he means and it's 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 actually how he lives his life because mm-hmm. one of my friends I guess they were in the club he made a rule about his section that only like light skinned girls were allowed in his section which sparked a huge debate. Right. And to be quite honest. I didn't want to say debate. People were just chiming in. And to be quite honest with you, I feel like that's kind of shitty. Because it's just like, come on now. Like, you. We all know his preference. We all have mm-hmm. seen it. It's not like it's. It's not like it's, it's not. New. You know what I mean? Would I actually be surprised if he didn't date somebody that looked not, like him? Not necessarily. My whole thing, and I think this was the the basis of the argument, is that you're basing your like or dislike on a person on something that they Had have no, no control over. Right. Like, if we're being like, okay, I, I am who God, who God says I am or who God created right. me to be. Not like I'm not bleaching my skin or anything. Mm-hmm. I am a proud, beautiful. But brown when you do skin. that, though, what happened? People bash you for even bleaching your skin. So which one is it? Are we going to praise light skin? Or are we going to put down dark? You know what I mean? Right. Like we can't have it. We can't. But we, that's it a self image, a- though. Like that's that's going to be like I had to learn to love my brown skin because mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I was 
granted, my my, my mom is light skinned mm-hmm. like she is. She's very very fair skinned, mm-hmm. um, and so is my grandmother. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like I see these these women who I look up to and. I don't look like them. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, under, I understood that you know these are black women and, and they're you know working and they're um, striving for greatness and and I, so I understood that. But at the end of the day, they didn't look like me. So there was a there was something within me. Like I had to learn to love myself as I kinda, am my own beauty. But even with regards to that, and that's what a lot of people like the representation for dark skinned women is not necessarily there. So even though your mom and your grandma was ve- both very fair skinned, you know what I mean. It's still like okay, where else can I look for some validation from? It's not like oh, I want validation simply because. I mean, but you also have to think of the era that we grew up in, early nineties. There, unless you were listening to like rap and Queen Latifah, Missy Elliott. I mean, there like were that, a lot of women. There of, were not. I mean, there. I mean, we had some, but a lot of the main ones was always kind of light on the lighter skin. You know what I mean? Right. Range. So it was like, people, and then came Oprah, changed the game. <laughs> Oprah, <laughs> Oprah, changed the game, bro. Oprah, you had, of course, you had Miss Yellowed. Right. Um, you did have Tweet. You had, but these are all like, these artists. are oh, these are all. I mean, these even, are, but these are all artists. Angela like, Bassett. If, if you're somebody who's not, this is true. Neil Long. I mean, Neil Long is like a. Uh, but nineties, nineties Neil Long was not current Neil Long. You got to understand that. That's very true, but I still so like that star um, power really wasn't. Who else? Um, it's just more. I'm as for, oh Gabrielle Union. Um, but again, Gabrielle Union nineties, nineties nineties and early two thousands, two thousands. And she was there. She was there. She's there. She's there. Are you sure? <laughs> she, she's there. Um, and I know there's a, a a lot more plethora of you know a bigger plethora. Yeah, I mean I'm sure there is. I like I, I don't want to say that you know we're narrowing it down to just these women. But what I am saying is for me, I didn't see women that looked like me. This on a, was on you a consistent have to basis. yes on a consistent basis. You have to have a brandy was the it girl for a long yes, time. Yes, but then. Then there was the debate on Brandy or Monica, which we again put almost a light skin to dark skin um, debate on. But it was like kind of it was kind of like no it was no brainer that Brandy had it. Okay, regardless, I mean we love Monica. Don't get me wrong, we love her down, but Brandy was that girl. You know what I mean? Like Barbie dolls, TV shows, hit movies, hit TV movies. Girls was getting braids for to look like Brandy. That's true. Ah, Brandy was the girl. All right, she was. she was. But I'm saying, even in that era, we were still on this light skin, dark skin thing. Oh, we were all, this is we've going been on that for a for a very, very long, long time. time, longer than yes. That. So that I mean, to me, that just means that you have to have a self awareness about yourself. There has to be a mental health about yourself that you, even if you have to do affirmations every day, which is a beautiful thing if you do affirmations. Because I just started doing, well, kind of restarted doing them. Um, but it's a beautiful thing if you do them. I encourage you to do them. But they definitely help with just like. Like knowing your self worth mm-hmm. and really building yourself up and seeing the beauty within yourself, and that's very true. And I feel like that's good for any woman out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. not even just women. Pe- period. Pe- just people. Period. Women, men. I mean, like those that need it. You know yeah. what I mean? Go ahead and knock yourself out. You know what I mean? Do it every day as exercises in the morning, at night. Do what it's you got. It's beautiful. Do. As a matter of fact, I will post a really great affirmation if you guys want to join the like challenge with me. Um, I'm going to challenge you to start doing an affirmation in the morning or even you know when you go to sleep. So we will post it on on the social media uh, page for Instagram. Mm-hmm. If you guys um, want to do it with us, tag us in it. Um, um, pop Culture Critics are actually, that's the hashtag, hashtag Pop Culture Critics, but the page is called Pop Critics. So, 
link us. Let us know. Join in. I definitely will be doing the affirmations, and I want to see. She and was like, what you guys. he sent into things a lot of complexion, heroin, crack, <laughs> Molly. <laughs> Tell your vanity. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> mad that you chose the right men. I'm just sorry. To, I'm sorry. quote that. I'm so sorry, you guys. But no, affirmations. Okay, moving right along. Um, female rap wave is coming in strong. We have likes of Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B, Agent the Brat, Cuban the Savage, Cash Doll, um, No Name, um, uh, Rico Savage. Uh, not, sorry, Rico Nasty. Sorry. Um, it's a lot more. It's a lot of girls. Um, Doja Cat. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot of. It's a grand Sia. Um, S I Y A. Um, it's a lot of female rappers, and oh, Sia's okay. been around for a little while now, actually. But like, it's been a lot of. Um, just a lot of female rap games have been coming out, and I actually am enjoying this wave of rap. A female rap. I just need another ladies' night, like they did back in like. In the 90s with Lil' Kim, Missy Elliott, um, Angie Martinez. Do you think this, like, this era of uh, female rappers are... Because I feel like sometimes they're very crab in a bucket. So something like Ladies Night would never happen in this era until there's growth done on on everyone's part. I think there could be. And I do agree in some instance because you look at male rap. In a sense, it's almost, yeah, they may have their beefs here and there, but it's like generally. I think male rap is actually more feature based um, or feature heavy, especially when you're thinking about albums in general or just tracks in general. I think um, I think that's what needs to have. Are. I think female rappers need to just collab more with each other. Show the solid solidarity. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If there is an issue, that, instead of putting it online, actually communicate with that person that you have the issue with if it is the other artist. Um, and that's kind of like, I guess it's a little bit more cattiness when it's coming to women. You know what I mean? Well, as far as in this particular instance. And in this age, I mean, we got to also think about the age that we're in right now. That that drama, um, people kind of gravitate to that. Like, So I feel like they're, they kind of keep the drama going because that's what's selling. Yeah. And like, but that kind of goes back to, I mean, just the culture that we're in, like. Mm-hmm. And we, and the because even, like because you yeah, yeah look at back then a lot of a lot of female artists back then collaborated right a lot of female artists male and um, females female singers and female rappers collaborated yes. you know what I mean um, that can definitely happen on that front too is just because I'm not I'm gonna be real I need a J Lo and um, Ja Rule um, slash Ashanti I, I'm gonna need that to come on back uh, no nah, I know J Lo though but I could do Ashanti. <laughs> Uh, it probably was Ashanti, um, low key though. But no, I kind of. I mean, she did the the song that she did with Jennifer Lopez. She was literally just in the video. The vocals to that is Ashanti. <laughs> but I believe, and this kind of goes back to the kind of colorism that we were talking about and how we kind of view things. Why would you replace? Because you use her vocals, but you didn't use her. Right. So what was it? The name? Just the J Lo carried a bigger but name, Ashanti or was, was it the color? Was Ashanti though was a big name herself. Oh baby, oh baby, <laughs> <laughs> for a whole five minute song. Hey, but like I'm saying, she was popular too. You this know what I mean? True. She was I mean, popular, I, but too. even at that time, she did not carry the. And even though I mean, J Lo had been in the game for some time, mm-hmm. even at that point, but she didn't. Ashanti didn't quite carry the same weight as. J Lo did in that time frame, and that's because she up, was kind of in, you know, the the yeah. bad boy and P D. That murder was, Inc. you know, mm-hmm. that was that era. So I just let's like let's if we're gonna 
unpack some things let's unpack how we're kind of replacing i think we talked about it on a previous show how we're replacing um these more brown-skinned women um just because you feel like that's that's more but that's always it's almost yeah palatable you know what i mean like what's gonna be palatable to everybody and it's like either it's gonna be someone very light or somebody's of another race which is always kind of like like but why Why can't my black just be beautiful like and that's something we talked about before like people you, you ask me like what do you mix with? Like black and blacker. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, like I'd be like, um a black and a little African here and there, like <laughs> you know, somewhere from the West Coast. I don't know, sis, but um I just know I'm black. I mean, I have no problem saying, you know, because I'm very proud of my heritage. I'm very proud that I'm Jamaican. Right. I'm same. very proud that my mom's side is is Haitian. I'm very proud of that. Mm-hmm. You know? But at the same time, why does beauty have to why can't why my do you have to chalk be my that. beauty up to um, being, being other, yeah, it has to be other, or it has to be foreign. It ha- it can't just be by itself. Yeah, and that's I mean that's a, the question everybody's saying. And but honestly, this has been so deep rooted in our community. It's been like I was looking at, but I feel like unless we start really 19, unpacking it, we're never going. Like it's always going to be. A I thing. was looking at articles from the 1960s. And it was like, oh, is the the um what is, is the Negro woman becoming more attractive or whatever the case may be? And it was all light skinned women. Like the even then, or being lighter um, means you have a brighter future. A brighter woman have brighter. It was literally stuff. I have to show stuff you stuff like this. that. Like brighter it, women have brighter future. It was just like wow. Like this goes back. But ages. I mean, you even have to think about the era that you that they were in at that time. But True. for us to kind of be so, and we're not too Color far strength. from it. We're not too far from it. Uh, first of all, we see how our president is, but. I, I just I we got to unpack it because if unless we really start to deal with it, and again, this is going to go back to you knowing your worth, you seeing the beauty within you. Because right. if I say I'm beautiful, if I see the beauty within me, mm-hmm. there's nobody that I'm going to allow to talk down to me. I'm like, no, ho, I'm right. a queen. Period. Ba- so, back up, peasant, queen. Learn, learn the levels. I can. <laughs> Move right along. Nicki Minaj comments. Um, she was pretty much just stating she was um, celebrating her 12th anniversary of her um, one of her mixtapes that had came out 12 years ago. I forgot the name of it, y'all. Ain't, it was so long ago. It was a long time ago. But now she was celebrating um, the 12 years of the of the album she had released, and she was pretty much just saying, you know, how female rap doesn't uh, female new female rappers don't pay her homage. If when people and not not just with her, but I've seen this happen with other like singers and stuff like that. But you know, she was just saying like, and the know, comeback to that was that she didn't pay homage to look him. But that's a lie. People who came before her, and that's a, it wasn't just Little Kim. It was, it was just people who came for her. But then um, she came like back, Remy Ma, like Little Kim, like Foxy Brown. And the thing is, she came out and said like. She came she pulled out. Receipts. She pulled she receipts. She was like, she always mentioned Lil Kim. She always mentioned Queen Latifah. Lauren Hill. Um, Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. Yeah, that's her name. I was about to say Lauren Linda. Lauren Hill. <laughs> Get your life. Lauren Hill. You know, she did mention Remy. She said in a video, Free Rem. This is when Remy was still in jail. Um, she uh, Queen Latifah. She's gave homage before. I just think people always overlooked the fact that of that because Nikki didn't like Kim and Kim didn't like Nikki. And I just think they need to go ahead and put the pettiness to the side, actually come together, say something. And, and people were saying like, well, now you know how it feels because a new rap girl came in the game and people are looking at her now. Um, Cardi B. I mean, and then, um, you uh, was upset that Cardi B didn't pay you homage, but 
I mean, which she should a little bit because you did kind of. I mean, you was leading. You was front leading lady for how long? You was front leading lady because let's be honest, there wasn't competition. But we can't. We're not going to sit here and deny and say her rap skills are not her not legendary or not together or her metaphors I, and punchlines was not there. I don't think her metaphors are the greatest. Her metaphors is on point. I was sitting there like, wow. She said she's the female Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is one of the they say, lies. He is. If you say he's one of the best lyricists, I should punch you. I ain't in gonna throat. say lyricist, but they say he's one of the greatest of all time. I didn't say that. Don't make it. I mean, don't get mad I at me. I feel like. Album sales don't necessarily always mean you're the greatest Not necessarily of all time. Because one of the greatest sales. lyricists is Nas, hands down. He's the worst beat uh, picker, though. He cannot pick a beat for nothing. We get, Don't lie to me, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Moving right along. Daniel Caesar's album flopped. That's all you need to know. <laughs> um, do you think it has to, yes, do, to do with... <laughs> Do you think it has to do with his, you know, comments earlier? Yeah, definitely with the whole. um, So cancer culture is like in full effect is what you're saying. For him, because he definitely said, y'all can cancel me. They was like. And they canceled. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. They canceled that ass. The album sales flopped. He did get a Grammy, no lie. But um, nonetheless, don't sit here and defend somebody that's kind of like indefensible because it's just like. And then tell people to cancel you, and they actually do it, and, get, and you can't get upset about that. However, I mean, he did. To be, we're going to continue having this conversation. Thus far, he hasn't too much talked about at all, um, or addressed it. So, but it was definitely. Uh, I definitely of the want to. Definitely I definitely was. want to unpack this more. I agree that I think the comments from earlier in the year, which if you guys don't remember, us like we had a, we had the discussion about his comments go check like out weeks ago. Yeah, yes, take out some of the earlier. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was like three or four weeks ago when we originally had the discussion. Actually, no, it might have been longer than that. More than longer than that. It was uh, who child three or four weeks ago. That was still a month ago. That was back. In June. <laughs> that was a month ago. Um, that Check was, out some of the earlier videos because yeah, we did discuss it. Like around Marchish. Um, but yeah, yeah, his earlier comments. Um, and again, how you? It's it's not necessarily what, what he you, said. It's how he said it. Yeah, and what he said too. We ain't gonna lie. Um, Lil Nas X is gay. Um, don't care. Um, now I have a question about this, and go, somebody actually posed this to me. Go, right. So if you, I don't know if any, if you, any of you guys actually watched the Love and Hip Hop Miami, um, there is a rapper on there who has already come, who came out before his album or a soundtrack or anything came out mixtapes as he's gay. Lil Nas X clearly has a number one. Song. song. I, I almost said album, but lies. He has a His number one. Come out though, he has a up. number one song right now, and then after the song goes number one, he announces that he's gay. Which I mean, it's already number one, but the sales on the track actually skyrocket even higher after he comes out and says that he's gay. Do you think if Bobby Lights had did the same thing, we would be? talking about Lil Nas X in this matter. Well, even on Love and Hip Hop Miami, Bobby Lice was already known to be gay or whatever. So he was already a rapper that was gay or whatever uh-huh. that was gay. So I don't necessarily think that. I think one would kind of... Well, Lil Nas X was a little different because he didn't come to the scene as somebody, people knowing that he was right. gay. That's one That's thing. That's what I'm saying. Kinda, that was one thing, right? He was kind of not necessarily living behind the closet, which is more so like, hey, look, I'm just enjoying the fruits of my labor of my song. And just doing it, he did it, and he people were gonna probably put some shit together anyway. So he did it at the last month of pride. But this is something similar to what Frank Ocean did, you know what I mean? Back in okay. 2012 with Channel Orange, you know what I mean? He had an album. He there was a song called Forrest Gump. Um, 
And he had, I mean, people was going to put two to two together eventually. You know what I mean? Very true. Um, so they were, you know, he just like, fuck it. I'm just going to go ahead and put it out and say it or whatever. Um, I, I forgot mean, when Chuck Orange that, actually that, came out in 2012. But, but the Frank he, Oceans, he had number one songs. And I feel like after that, um, the, the, like the, people the want, response to the culture was not the same. Okay, so let's take it like this. People were more accepting of Frank Ocean in 2012, which I could say is different now. Um, it's so crazy because people love Frank Ocean. Mm-hmm. People love Frank Ocean. People want to hear more from Frank Ocean. People want to buy his music. People were literally waiting for years for an album to come out with Frank yeah, Ocean. Yeah, this is very true. Um, and people were like, where's Frank Ocean? Where's Frank Ocean? And every time he would pop up somewhere, oh, my God, there he is. It was like, where's Waldo? You don't see him. <laughs> it was like, where's Waldo? Like... Hey, you know, but like and in this little case with not Lil Nas X, I think for one, he didn't give off the persona that he was gay. Two, people didn't know he was gay because obviously he didn't announce it. Um, so he had, especially when the whole thing controversy came out with him being a black country uh, singer or rap or black country singer or whatever in, in a country um, genre uh-huh. or whatever. And people were having backlash, like, you know, this song is not country. It has elements of country. Let's be real. Country can be pop. It, Almost like hip hop. I'm kind of. It's very. I, I'm not gonna hold you up. I was kind of disheartened with the uh, country um, pop or the country charts uh, for Billboard because even when Billy Ray Cyrus jumped on the album, for those who don't know, Billy Ray Cyrus is a big name in the country world. I mean, genre. He's, yeah. he's big no matter what, but right. he's very big in the country genre. Mm-hmm. Um, so even after he jumped on essentially the remix of, it should have um, went to the. It should have. It should have been allowed to go back onto the country. country charts, and it was not. And let's be real. I, I listen to some country songs; they sound pop. Because I'm going to be honest. Carrie Underwood mm-hmm. has a song with Ludacris, mm-hmm. and it still was on the pop, and it's still on not only the pop charts, but it's also on the country, country strikes. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's it's like okay, like Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw, my man's with the. I love Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw, and he did a song with Nelly. Yes, and but I will say that song did not make the country charts, but it was on the pop charts. Uh, side note: Look how long Taylor Swift was on the country charts for. Yeah. Right, and yeah. she was. She sounded pop. She's pop she sounded, star. She's pop. Saying, she was definitely pop. Hey, that's Caitlyn, y'all. That's our engineer. Hi, sorry. I just <laughs> I had two cents today. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just we love you, Caitlyn. <laughs> but um, we was just like it was just like crazy like that. Like if we're gonna make this a standard, if we're gonna make this a rule, let's enforce the rule across oh, the board. Across Taylor the Swift board. got a couple number ones and other charts that she's not supposed to be in. <laughs> y'all, if put that's y'all put her in the, country. If that's the case. Right, y'all put her in country and it wasn't a country song. It's not. Like, Shake It Up, Sis. Honey, <laughs> that is not a country song. Moving right along. Um, congratulations, Lil Nas X, um, for living your truth. Keep putting out some bomb music. Keep being, he's a troll. Um, and, and I mean that in the best possible way because he's funny. He he chose people that chose him, which makes it funnier. I mean, he he has a good sense of humor, and he's like really very light about it. Exactly. Even when people are kind of talking about him, he will kind of chime in like, "Man, look at this!" Oh, and he's talking about himself. So right. I applaud him for that. Um, Cameron Boyce um, from very Jesse and Descendants. He has passed away at the age of twenty from a seizure. Well, he passed away in his sleep due, due, due to, to a, a seizure. Yeah. yeah, he had a medical condition ongoing. He was getting treatments for it, but unfortunately, he ended up passing away in his sleep due to a seizure. Um, um, several stars have spoken out about this, Spike including Adam. Yep. Jackson, Adam Sandler, um, uh, Raven Simone. There are several um, um, uh, actors and actresses who have spoken out. Um, this is very sad news. I mean, he was 20 years old, you know, 
at his prime. He's getting ready to. There's like three movies that are in the works. Uh, one of those being the next installment for the Descendants, which if you're not a it's Disney actually watcher, about it's very be, big for Disney. It's actually about to be released next month. So yes. they done. They got done filming. He did all his parts. It's just very sad when you see a life cut so short. Yeah, especially a, when it's thriving and it's it's, it's trying growing. to add McLean. Yes. One of his that's one of his best friends. It was another young man who hit. Um, it was his best friend that they just bought a house together. It was like. That was his that, people saddening. You yeah, know what Hollywood because, is definitely reaching out. Condolences to his family. I mean, I can't imagine just losing. like I seen you last night. You went to sleep and you just didn't wake up and uh, and just find out it was from a seizure. Yeah, know? and it was just crazy. Um, shout out to the boys' family. Um, condolences. Yes, condolences. Please keep the boys' family lifted up and in prayer. Uh, Marche Jones will not be charged for the loss of unborn child in shooting. So Marche, I was, like, I was confused at first because when I read it, I was like, "Wait, what?" So anyway, a I mother- honestly feel like stuff like that. Well, I'm going to tell the story, but stuff like this, I feel like doesn't like it only applies or happens to like black women because it'd be like outrageous. Like, who even thought to charge you in this? Because she was getting okay, you guys. She was charged. Um, mind you, she's pregnant. Somebody, she, it was like a shoot, a, a shootout or whatever, and she ended up getting shot by like a straight bullet. Essentially, that's what happened, and they charging her with like manslaughter. with manslaughter of her unborn child, even though she had nothing to do with the shooting. Um, she just happened to be in the vicinity. Yes, which is fucked like, up. It's literally like you're walking down the street. There's a drive by. You get hit, and you, and then they charge you. It just that was ridiculous. Like, I, and I, I don't just, know who thought to charge her. Like why this was even a factor, but outrageous. Like um, charges. I feel like, and if I'm wrong, please present your receipts and it was getting her with manslaughter but yes um they dropped the charges though thank god because it was just more so the fact of she didn't do anything you know what i mean like why are charging her she didn't do anything so she the charges end up getting dropped um and this but sad news but the I baby just, is no longer here you know if we're saying that this is manslaughter we don't say that abortion is manslaughter i'm I just i'm just saying like not that but whatever you want to do with your body you're the best decision maker for your body, right? Right. However, we don't say that abortion is... I didn't charge you it's, with manslaughter. Well, that's kind of loaded, too, because when you think about it, because... I don't know. It... it, it I don't... Because one is you consciously doing it, and the other one is, like, you didn't have no But if choice, I'm going right. to unconscious... Like, so she was walking literally, like, she's not a part... It's not like she was the other person in the shootout. Mm. She was literally, like, almost like walking down the street. You get hit by a straight bullet, and then you're charged with... A manslaughter in your unborn but child. Also, in cases of people being pregnant, you don't know what the reason is for them getting an abortion. Hence, why there's a law stating, well, there's the woman's like rights of her own body of where she can do and get a, uh, get an abortion. So you don't know if she has to get an abortion because it's literally detrimental to her health or where she. Can't. That's why I said, based on whatever your health is, you're the best decision maker mm-hmm. for your body. So I encourage you to make the right decision. Right. right. So I'm not saying that. You know, these laws shouldn't be in effect or should be in effect. Mm-hmm. What I am saying is that if we are going to say, okay, we're going to charge you with manslaughter mm-hmm. of your child, if you are actually killing a, a child, because let's, let's let's keep it real, this is what abortion is. You, uh, yeah, right. Let's keep, like, whether you think it's right or wrong, mm-hmm. whether whatever the, the problem is, if there is, you know, a problem with, you know, your health or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. at conception... You have a child. So even if we count 
um, I want to say a couple weeks in, your baby develops a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. But even past that, with the new abortion laws, you are still able, in certain states, you are still able to proceed with an abortion even after your child has a heartbeat, Mm -hmm. right? So what if we're not charging them with manslaughter? So what made it okay for you to say, I'm going to charge you with manslaughter? At at what point? I don't know how they even got to that point, but it was just like, there wasn't one, and I think obviously with the we have to have a conference, more so a conversation with that and law. You gotta and, unpack uh, it, yeah, because that's kind of like like deep, let's let's you know be I mean? real, right? Uh, moving like right along after Afro Future Fest tickets outrage controversy stipulations. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Afro Future Fest is a fest that's taking place here in Detroit, Michigan, um, our hometown. And <clears throat> it was a ticket outrage. So for people of color, um, they were charging $10. And for non-people of color, it was, they were charging $20. Um, so people online were stating, like, this is, you know, you have some people that understood, because they had came out with a statement. And before, I want you to give your comments back before, you know, you I read say, off the well, statement. Well, read the statement. I'm going to be honest about my comments. So. Um, give me one quick second, you guys. Um I mean, I, I while you're looking for it, I guess I will go ahead with my statement. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it should be fair. If we're, we're going to charge $10, charge $10. If we're going to charge $20, just charge $20. We would feel the type of way if it happened the other way around. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, I think that's very true. Because if I wanted to go, because I am a very big Tim McGraw person. Um, uh, I'm a very big fan of his. And if I got charged double for a Tim McGraw um, ticket, Versus, you know, somebody of the opposite color or, uh, like, you know, a white person, I would ha- I would feel the type of way. Give me one moment. So, I mean, the comments um, and the backlash that they were kind of receiving. Okay, I, so. I, I don't agree with. Let's see. So um, the twi- the organizer the organizers pretty much explain why they charge. It says black and brown people deserve access to quality events in their city, and it isn't fair when events happen in their city that they don't have a chance to be a part of because people who don't look like us take advantage and also have more access to collective wealth. Hold on, and then um, then that was it. Hold on, it says with the disparity in mind, organizer organizers came up with a race based pricing model for August third event. Early bird tickets purchased. It was actually tickets on there too that were like free. Um, as the early bird tickets uh, purchased on before July seventeenth cost ten dollars for people of color and twenty dollars for white people. General admissions will be twenty dollars for people of color and forty for whites. And this is a portion of the proceeds will go back into Afro Afro Future Youth the Community Initiative. But if a portion of this, but is no, go but back I do understand like anyways. where the outrage is because yes, like, yeah, I understand I, yeah. where the outrage is. If, if the proceeds of this is going to go back into the community in, community anyways, then you are char- upcharging me for what? I am already supporting your event. Mm-hmm. You're upcharging me for what? Right. As a person of color, I do, I personally take offense to this, and this is in my favor. So you clearly see I'm not always like a bias just because mm-hmm. in my favor. This was wrong. And it's gonna be. This is uh, wrong. Yeah, I didn't was just reading. I was like, especially if that's the that's what that's what you gave as. This is why we did this. This that this is wrong. And I was reading. I you was, would feel the type of way <laughs> if this happened the other way around. Even though this has happened the other way around, that does not justify you to now say, okay, okay, well, we can do it too. No, right. Um, I was reading some of the comments from earlier because people were, you know, obviously adding their two cents in, 
and people were saying, um, some people were saying this is wrong. I don't care what y'all say. Discrimination on either side is wrong. Very true. Um, of course, somebody says it's an Afro Future Fest. Non people of color who wants to attend should pay more. Period. Especially taking up space at an event that's not curated nor credit for you. Next, but why I, why so, fault them for that? If that maybe they're they kind they came for enlightenment. Why are you faulting them for them? Like I, this is wrong. I, <clears throat> yeah, I was sitting there reading. I was just like, that's not because I, I was like I was reading like wow like this just charge everybody twenty dollars and okay. call it about a day. Okay, that's how I kind of felt. Um, ASAP Rocky is in Sweden right now in solitary confinement for two weeks after a brawl broke out. So basically, um, what was said that happened mm-hmm. is that he is in he was in Sweden. Um, he said that he was being followed by these these men. Mm-hmm. The men said that him or somebody from his camp broke their headphones and they were following them because they essentially wanted them to be like reimbursed, Period. buy some more headphones, whatever, whatever. ASAP Rocky saying that's not what happened. They were literally just following them. Um, long story short, a fight breaks out amongst ASAP Rocky, his camp, and um, ASAP Rocky himself, <laughs> and the men who were um, following him, mm-hmm. leading to their arrest. Right now, he is in solitary confinement. I, I honestly, it's sweet. kind of because of his his celebrity. Um, They're gonna make an example I, I out of him. Yeah. So, I mean, the story's going to continue to develop as kind of more evidence and footage kind of becomes available for what actually happened. Because this was, it wasn't like it happened in one spot. This is more so like, hey, we are literally like walking down the strip. So, even though it could have started in one place, it ended up like almost a mile down the street. We got to kind of figure out what initially happened where the men are saying that, hey, our headphones were broken because that's, like, literally what they were saying and why the fight actually broke out. Exactly. So we'll keep you guys more updated on the story As because the story it's develops. Um, been very tricky to follow because right now he is in solitary confinement and that means no... No No contact, contact, right? No contact in general. So right. it's just like, all right, so once he... We'll know once he gets out in, I think, another week or so. So, yeah. Um, Jaws, what's our Jaws Jewel for today? All right, Jaws Jewel. How do we? Jaws Jewel. (laughs) I just want you to get your life. Okay, so Jaws Jewel for today, I just want you guys to really check your walk. Um, And this is something that I recently, and when I I told you earlier that I started doing affirmations, this is something I actually recently um, did. I had to check my walk. Um, Since God told me that uh, I'm going to get it like it's mine, I'm going to rock like I already got it. Period. So God told me I'm going to be a millionaire. I may not be able to afford that Bentley right now, but I'm going to carry myself as such. I'm going to carry myself like, okay, I'm going to go back over my finances. I'm going to be balancing my checkbook. I'm going to see where I can invest. I'm going to, you know, position myself for whatever it is that God has already told me that I have. So I really want you guys to to check your step, realign yourself with whatever it is God has told you is yours or that's getting ready to come into fruition for you, and keep it moving. We got... At this point, five months. Is it five months? Six months left? Five months. Oh, five months left in this year? Make them count. Check your check your steps. Just jewel. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I'm Damo. It's your girl, Ja. We're Pop Culture Critics, and we're signing off. <laughs>